The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. Six in the morning, you can hear her start to shout. Seven in the morning, she'll be calling a cab. Eight in the morning, talking about about all the fun she had. Nine in the morning, she's just getting home because apparently she lives in Waldorf. Um, Talking about the overnight scenario. More bad traffic. Scenario. So I wanted to start with this. What's up? This is a flash black. Opening the show, me, T. Rich. What up? What up? To my left, <laughs> Lee Bennett the Third, aka Da Vinci Parks, coming to us from somewhere else, courtesy of the interwebs. It's K. Savage. Hi, folks. Hi, folks. So I opened up with that as opposed to like hip hop because you know why. Why is that? Mur- Muriel Bowser. Oh, yeah. And her attack yeah. on yeah, yeah. DC's favorite condiment, mumbo <laughs> sauce. Yeah. Quite egregious because one, she. That bitch uninvited to the picnic. She don't get to come to the cookout. I felt. So I have. She don't I get have, the tailgate with us. She don't get the pregame. She don't get to nothing. I have thoughts about this. So for people who do not live in DC, who have not visited DC, she makes potato salad with Miracle Whip and raisins. No, I'm joking. I'm sorry. Mumbo sauce is a... uh, I don't know what to call it. I don't know what's actually... I do know what's in it. I never made it before. It's a condiment. It's a condiment. And it's it's like it goes on chicken. It goes on french fries. It goes on whatever you want. You go to the curry aisle. It has their own special recipe. So, you know, it varies. It definitely varies. It's like coloration, taste... Mm, um, sometimes thickness. it'll be like little flecks of like uh like flecks in it, like you know, like dark mm. flecks in it. Sometimes it's orange, sometimes it's red. So it varies. However, anyone who grew up in, spent more than half an hour in, visited, has migrated to, has decided to call the DC area home, knows about Mumbo sauce. Some Muriel Bowser, who is uh the Mayor of Washington, D.C. By default. Yeah. Because nobody ran against her. So. Um, claims. And she just threw this out from nowhere. nowhere just went, like Twitter, right? Yeah. She went on her Twitter and was like, look, I didn't know about mumbo sauce until I was a full grown adult. I said what I said. She grew up in D.C. Let's just make that And then clear. alluded to it being overrated. She did. She did. To be fair, uh, well, I'm not gonna be fair. I'm just maybe, maybe, maybe. That bitch is from Northeast. She from the motherfucking ward of carryouts. Next, next. Maybe, maybe she will have good next. taste, but maybe it, it's maybe one. It's one. It's one thing sauce. to say I I don't care for it. Mm-hmm. It's another thing altogether to be like, oh, I didn't know anything about it until I was a, a whole adult. That you grew right, up she in from DC neighborhoods with no supermarkets, so they ain't got nothing but motherfucking carryouts. Next, uh, I'm just gonna tell you like this: Howard China, two o'clock in the morning, 
Four piece wing with some fries. You don't need the ketchup. Mumble sauce. Mumble sauce. Your whole last lie. <laughs> she was a whole last lie, but I also feel <laughs> like she was saying something. Because she also said, like, mumble sauce is not really something that's central she, to D.C. You don't what, really identify D.C. with mumble sauce. That's like saying, like, you don't think about Chuck Brown in D.C. or Go-Go in D.C. or... Madness. Madness, Moco, Delinquent. New Balance. Great New Balance. Balance add that. 996s or 998 <laughs> to be specific. Right. It's like... <laughs> Like if you're old enough and you remember slouch socks, shit. Slouch socks. Come on. The little caps the Bamas used to put on it. Now, wow, DC actually came out. It did. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, that went worldwide, though. <laughs> okay, so, wow. That's that's first y'all, time. Y'all first y'all time for everything. Worldwide. Okay, so what I will say is this. Um, Are you switching back? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to switch back. <laughs> that didn't happen. That didn't happen at all. Kind of like that time I had that really, really strong, strong southern, southern accent, accent when I was talking about grits. But this time we're actually <laughs> recording, so yeah, we're still recording. I guess we're gonna have it. Uh, so uh, what I will say is that. Oops, sorry. It's cool. It's cool. It's just me talking. Uh, <laughs> Go go is something that is fundamentally from the DC area. It's like something that was born out of this area, something that we have kept in this area. DC has a great way of insulating the things that come from it and keeping it here and like fostering that thing here. And it kind of bleeds out and gets to other places. And sometimes it finds its way in other things. Like I can have a conversation that's informed about how Go-Go played a part in early hip hop. I can do that because I'm from here and I understand the sound and understand how it got in there, whatever, and who put it there in some, in some regards. So DC is fundamentally like, you know, go, 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 go is fundamentally DC. Mambo sauce is fundamentally DC because it's from this area. And by the way, we have a go, go band called Mambo sauce. So I really believe, Line ass <laughs> I really believe that uh, this is not. A, I think what it was, it was kind of like trolling for comments. She did a good job. I'm not mad at it. I just like, I just, you know, she really she holds that. She trolled everybody in this city and showed her contempt for all of us. And she wouldn't have done this shit, you know what I'm saying, had she even been a day before the election. Because motherfuckers fuck around and voted for whoever the fuck else just to not vote for her. Oh, Mumble Sauce? Yes. Okay. Yeah. See, I yes. felt like she was making a, a a very clear statement about New DC. Mambo sauce is so mm. DC gentrified. Mm. It has been, but I also She's feel like she, she she was very clearly making a statement about like New DC, Neapolitan DC, not chocolate. This is City, not Mambo sauce is not something that is central to DC. She says she knew DC. Not old DC, even though the only reason why she mayor is because she old DC. Come on now. Come on now. Come Somebody, on where now. Was it? Oh, Panama Jackson. I uh, wrote an article Girl. on Very Smart yeah, Brothers. Good read. And somebody in the comments said, um, you remember that scene from Die Hard where Bruce Willis was walking through a neighborhood like I hate I hate niggas. Walking through a black neighborhood. This feels like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I feel like she's really trying to say like I, this is where I stand. It was this, a troll. It, it was a complete was a troll, troll, but it was also just a, it was also just like a smack in the face to uh-huh. like what has 
historically what DC has historically been known as before, you know, the 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 shift. Mm-hmm. The, her whiteness was showing through her edges. Oh, it was. Mm. It was. Mm. Mm. Okay. She was definitely letting y'all know. I don't fuck with y'all niggas. Mm-hmm. No, I do not. Don't think you're gonna get a third term, Mira. Mm. Well, somebody gonna have to rise up because it's not gonna be Fenty and it's not gonna be Vincent Gray. I, I promise you, the streets will remember this. <laughs> I bet she don't know nothing about Mumbo Sauce. Affordable housing. We don't give a fuck about, you know what I'm saying? None of that shit. But like she. Don't come like, for the music or the condiments. Do. And, and especially when the condiments been gentrified. <laughs> it, it's like what Panama Jackson named it. It's some restaurant, some, 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 you know, hipster ass restaurant that, you know, they got fries and Mumbo Sauce. Come on mm-hmm. now. Come on now. Mm-mm. 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 And not because, you know, they trying to claim it like, you know, the Ellington, you know, or something like that, but because it's just fucking good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and, and okay, so here's the other thing I want on a more serious note, because I, I'm before Takia said what she said, a lot of things I kind of just like, I don't really care about what, what Mirabai just puts on the Twitter feed. In general, no. Yeah, yeah. But what I will say is this, though. When you think about the things that make a city authentic, you as somebody who is a figurehead for the city should not be doing things to to walk the city away from what makes them authentic. Mm-hmm. So when somebody comes here and they say, hey, young, like, so what should I do around here? Like, oh, you should see the big chair. It ain't much to see, but like it's a part it's of DC. It's an actual big chair. chair. Yeah, yeah. It's a I part of DC. I did not know that because I'm not from DC. Yeah, yeah. So when I happened to, I was like, oh shit, it's actually a big ass chair. Yeah, it is not like, it's not like the chair that Lincoln's sitting in. I mean, that's also big chair, but that's not what we're talking about. No, the big chair is a legit landmark. You know what I'm saying? That like when people give directions mm-hmm. to their little businesses or whatever, yeah, it's they based say, off where in proximity. Yeah, it's in right, proximity exactly. to the big like chair. The, the, Two yeah. blocks up from mm-hmm. the big chair. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Thank you. Man, yeah, so it's, it, there, there's certain things that are just sewn into the city that have been there, even though nobody <laughs> goes to RFK Stadium anymore. RFK Stadium is still a part of this city. It just is what it is. Until More they than FedEx Field. Yeah. Malcolm X Park. Basically, you know thank you. Always going to have or a Sunday. Meridian Hill circle. Park. But yeah. <laughs> Malcolm X Park, X Park yeah. Always going to have a Sunday drum circle. Let Come me tell you now. like this. Malcolm X Park made it on the cover of all seasons. How about that? So, uh, did. yeah, yeah. So, uh, I just want to, man, like, so I just, I just think things like that, 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 that's so making a comment about something. Like, if you go to Baltimore, Baltimore is known for their crabs, crabs, and that Baltimore. It'd be club. like if she said, Old Bay, they know, they know for shit like Doug, and then double down <laughs> and was like, I said what I said. Come on, hey, man. So, I mean, if, if I was going to go to Baltimore, and I'm not, I'm not, I mean, let me be clear, I have a lot of family in Baltimore, but I'm not from Baltimore. But I do know this. Like, if I were to tell somebody who was outside of Baltimore where they want to get some good food from, I might say Greek Village. And people from Baltimore, I'm like, yeah. I'm just, I mean, like, so it's just like, you know, somebody might say Shrimp Boat down, you know, down this way. Somebody might be like, yeah. So I'm just like, you they know. Got a whole plaza now. <laughs> I call it the shrimp plaza. You know, so just uh. But I think I mean like 
I say, I said don't fuck with the music and the condiments. Um, half tongue in cheek. Because, like, food and music make, make the culture. What about New Orleans? Right. Hmm. And so, you know, to kind of say that, not only are you saying, like, I don't fuck with you niggas, but it's... it, And it, I think establishing or maintaining a culture in D.C. is so important because it is so That's transient. Yeah. There are so many people who are not from here who just, like, come through here um, because, you know, you work for somebody on the hill and so you're here for a finite... A, a, a short amount of time sometimes mm-hmm. you you come here and you're trying to do like what a, what is it like the pages or the you know the, the interns, the interns the and all of those things yeah. they just you know they kind of come through they're finishing school you know mm-hmm. you have some people that come through and like they work mm-hmm. then they go another place mm-hmm. so it's a very kind of uh nomadic kind of city yeah. and to then just like completely diss one of the things that is central to the culture of DC is like amazingly fucked up. So I'm gonna have a weird like like uh, add on to what you were just saying and try to tie it into Go Go. I'm not the biggest proponent of Go Go, but I appreciate it because it comes from where I'm from. And then you know, there's a particular era Go Go that's really fond for me that I like to listen to. That notwithstanding, when you in when you're listening to Go Go, when they get into a groove, they have a thing called the pocket. The pocket. You know what I mean? And then, then like the pocket is essential to like a go-go song. So go-go song can be five minutes, but the pocket can be 25 minutes. And it you was, just- Isn't there a song called Put Me in the Pocket? Oh, yeah. There, there's definitely a song called Put Put It in the Pocket. It's almost yeah. like a fish, Grateful Dead type of vibe. There are, you know, most go-go bands are jam bands for those who aren't familiar. Yeah. So- um, Songs can go on forever. Yeah, they can. But it's cool. It's, it's, it's very tribal as well. So, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, it's one of the reasons why we dig it. So the whole thing is, the reason why I mentioned the pocket is D.C. is basically a a collection of pockets. Culturally, uh, you can go to parts of D.C. where it's like a, a small community, maybe a couple blocks of Russian Jews. You can go to one block, maybe a, a small stretch of the city where there's a bunch of Ethiopian immigrants that have built up the community. You can go somewhere where it's maybe Sudanese. You can go to another place where it's just straight up black folks. You can go somewhere else where it's straight up Hispanic, Latino, or whatever. You can go somewhere else where it's like like comfortably white. You know, <laughs> you can go you can go someplace else where it's like, yo, it's different types of black. It could be like that, that black, like, okay, do I need to... That pause is like, mm-hmm. you know... And then it's that, that like, hey... So, I mean, it's, it's just, that's the way D.C. operates. And then there's the actual D.C. that the tourists go see. Right. Feel me? <laughs> so, the, D.C. Right. is a number of things. There's a, there's a collection of pockets. You got the whole mall strip or whatever where you want to go to the museums or whatever. And for a lot of people, that's the only D.C. that they ever see and know. The D.C. that has the, the monument and it has the Capitol and the Jefferson Memorial and like uh, the, the King Memorial and has the Lincoln Memorial and has the joint for FDR right next to where King is and all that good stuff. You got the, near the Tidal Basin or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not knowing, you can go a couple blocks away as a tourist and there's the wharf. That's historic to us. That's where we go to get the good seafood. <laughs> so, also different. For now. It's very different. <laughs> and, that, and, and that was the, uh, just to kind of piggyback off of that. That's, cool. that's like one of the things because so much about DC has changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you... 
I, I am, again, I'm not from here, but I remember moving here and just knowing, again, like you were saying, like, okay, that's where, you know, this certain demographic is. This is where this certain demographic is. I remember, and it's always going to have a, a, a place in my heart, U Street, just like hanging out on U Street. Mm-hmm. And that was a whole vibe. That was a whole ass move mm-hmm. right there. It's can not we talk so about much. How Republic Gardens and State of the Union are abandoned. Yeah. So okay. Which breaks my heart. You know what also breaks my heart? The fuck that they gentrified Tropicana and put a pizza shop there. They did. <laughs> And not a good let, one. Let, let me be real. Okay, because they have a lot of pizza shops in D.C. So, so I got to break this down. This is for people of a specific time who've maybe been to D.C. So this might be very D.C.-centric. We apologize. But just follow <laughs> us on this one. All right, so. Come along on this fantastic it, it's, it's not unknown if you've been following this show for some time that Christy and I met at Howard. So that's my that's my coming of age experience being in D.C., whatever, and traveling in and around D.C. and using the subway system because I didn't have a car or whatever. Um, I'm from PG County, which is just outside DC. So when you get to campus, right off of campus, there's a spot called the Grill, and that was the Jamaican food. And the Grill had good Jamaican food until you went to Tropicana. <laughs> and then Tropicana, like there's one dread that be saying over the same cook pot the entire day. Dude, don't move. He just sit there smiling with with guan brethren and all that stuff, and give you the smile or whatever. Whatever came out of that pot was fire. And it was just like, yo, everything was great out that pot. So, like, when Tropicana left and they put a pizza spot there, son, completely hurt. Sometimes completely I just hurt. drive down by DC and I'm like, well, when the shit did that get here? Like, yeah. Like you all- have to look up now in some parts of yeah, DC. Yeah, that's why I was like, like, there's stuff, there's like stuff that was not built up. There used to be like that flea market in Shaw. Mm-hmm. And now it was like a Warby Parker and like some apartment buildings. Easter yeah. Market mm-hmm. changed. It did. Uh, right off of Florida and Georgia, changed that the CVS where you used to have like the little the hood photos back in the day, whatever. You get the Moet bottle. I got one. I got a picture. Hey, not a shame. No <laughs> not a shame. But now they got all you got to look up the skylines blotted out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go over a couple of spots over to where Nine Thirty Club is or whatever. They got a whole bunch of stuff over there because Nine Thirty is actually walking distance from Tropicana. I remember seeing like. Pasta news, like yo, we should go to Tropicana before the show, before daylight concerts. Like they were like, yo, what are we gonna do? Like, oh, we should go get some food from Tropicana. So it's just like nine thirty hasn't changed. Nine thirty has not changed. It doesn't need not. to though. No, it doesn't. It doesn't need to. It is what it is. Just like Black Cat. But also, they took their money and they went to the wharf and made and it, made the anthem. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Best of both worlds. I haven't been there yet. I, I heard it's dope. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't know. It's big. I mean, it's it's big and all, but something about the floor of my knees hurt. So, um, how about how many shows did we just bump into each other when we back in the day? At nine thirty? No, just not just in general. Black Cat, nine thirty, wherever we just bump. Black Cat, nine thirty. Yeah, we just bump into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or any of the uh, Groove Gumble joints they used to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, with that being said, I mean. I I I enjoyed going to concerts with people. We're doing that now because we're actually being like, oh, we're gonna go see this, mm-hmm. and then we go see it. Um, I'm not the 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 dolo concert goer anymore. That's just not me. Oh, I love a concert by myself. That's cool. It's not much I like by myself these days. Mm, no, no. I enjoy spending time by myself sometimes. It's cool. Well, I say I set my solitude. 
<laughs> I actually don't like people. I've I've come to that conclusion. I oh think. yeah, no. You you been came to that conclusion, Christine. No, no, no. I used to feel like, oh, but I'm social than I am. I like to socialize but with a set of people. <laughs> I like to socialize with a set of people with a, a set time. Yes. And so yes. if it goes beyond that time or beyond those people, my mood shifts. Like if I'm somewhere and I'm like, oh, who's going to be there? Oh, (laughs) A, B, C, and D. Like, cool. And I get there and E, F, and G there. I'm like, nah, you ain't, you ain't say E, F, and G. You said A, B, C, and D. Mm, Nah. So at that point, I'm like, I'm not going to leave immediately because I don't want to be completely rude, but bitch, you on the clock. Right. I'm going to be leaving very soon. Mm -hmm. Oh, and there goes the game clock to kids headed for the door. (laughs) I have some really good friends who will give me a heads up like, oh, you know, I I would say you should come here, but, you know, such and such might be there. And I'd be like, right, catch you on the other side. Mm -mm. I'm not offended. Mm -mm. Not offended by not being invited to things. No, 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 not at all. Especially if I got to be polite to somebody who I don't particularly want to be polite to. There there have been times where back in the day where T and I were supposed to hang out. <laughs> and I like hit her up later like, yo, what happened? So yeah, I was supposed to holler at you, but like, I, I, I love sleep. <laughs> Just, mm-hmm. Like. Either I'm sleeping sleep. or sometimes, you know, I believe in checking in with my spirit with most things. Do I want to go to work today? Let me check in with my spirit. <laughs> Do I want to go hang out with this person that I said two weeks ago I was going to hang out with? Let me check with my spirit. Sometimes you got to do it. And sometimes my spirit be like, it. not today. And you have to do it. I have to, I have to go with that. But also, I mean, I'm an only child, so I never gave any fucks at all about like doing oh. anything by myself. So that's why I'm like, <laughs> that's why we get it. Okay. I live in my head. I'm totally entertained. I don't need anyone that's or so... anything to keep me occupied or amused. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes y'all just kind of be in the way of my thoughts, um, which I was enjoying, much like TV. Um, so, yeah. I used mm-hmm. to put on like concerts in my room. Mm-hmm. I would put I on like I would put on like the television on like Phil Donahue or somebody where they had like a studio audience because then they were my audience mm-hmm. and I would just like have at so that's another reason like if I want to travel or go somewhere and nobody is available or I did not extend the invitation I'm I'm so cool going anywhere by myself like I say most things worst thing to happen is you die. Yeah. yeah. Any other time you just come back with adventure. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which, this weekend it costs you nothing to mind your own damn business. John Chow decided that he wanted to spread the gospel. And he felt like what he needed to do was visit the last Stand. What was it, the last bastion of Satan's stronghold? Um, Sentinel Island off of India? Way off the coast of India. So, one, it's illegal to go there. Why, you ask? Because they don't want to be bothered. They haven't well, been touched by people in forever. They probably don't have immunity. And so you go there, you'll kill them. Also, some years ago, like some white man went and took some folks. And like they got sick and died, and then he was like, "Oh shit, let me just 
take the children yeah. back. So now anytime anyone approaches this island, which is about the size of Manhattan, yo, the arrows are up. <laughs> they are literally running to the beach like you shall not pass. John Chow was an American missionary who said, He's going to give some Jesus. God told me these people need Lord. So I'm going to go give them Lord. So he hired a fisherman and the fishermen were like, we can take you this far. Because those motherfuckers will kill you. And he was like, it's cool. I'm going to get in this kayak. And I'm going to kayak my ass over there. And so he started approaching. And then they started shooting with the bows and arrows. And so then he backed that ass up. He was like, wait, but I don't understand. But my God, my God. So he's also, we know this because he was like keeping a journal. Mm -hmm. So then he goes again. It's like, oh, I'm going to give them fish. And they still started shooting those arrows at him. He's like, I don't under, I don't understand. I've got my waterproof Bible. I just need, which they also shot, put an arrow through his waterproof Bible. And he's like, you know, <laughs> if I die, you know, don't try to retrieve my body, but I must get the word to these people. And he died because they said, we don't want nothing to do with you. We don't want to do with any of your, it's illegal to come here for a reason. So what do you think people have done? Let me tell you. So some group called like the International Christian something something is like, we need a, we need an investigation into his murder. And these people need to be brought to justice. The Indian Look at government, me. I Look don't think, me. has responded directly to them. But the what they have now. done is arrest all the fishermen right. and everybody and his little friend who helped accomplice him over to that island, which is a no-go zone for everybody's health Everybody. and safety. For Everybody. the for the visitors' sake, because they will shoot you with arrows on sight and kill you dead and bury you on a beach like you was nothing. And you know what I'm saying? For their sake, because they ain't seen human beings in God knows how long. And you will kill them Literally. with your germs, Literally. boo. With your germs. Literally. And they don't want your Bible. Because you know what they have on their little island? A God that they like. Yeah, some years ago, somebody else attempted, and they killed that person and strung his body up on a pole and put it on the beach. <laughs> and was just like, look, let me show y'all the fuck we do when people try to come here. So, again, it costs you nothing to mind your damn business. He went to India on a, on a tourist visa, but India is refusing to acknowledge that he was there as a tourist. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. He had a, a a mission to go and try and civilize and Christianize some motherfuckers who did not send him no kind of letter or message in a bottle that says we are dying over here to know what this Jesus person is. Could you please come and tell us? <laughs> Ain't nobody asked them about that. In a language they can't read. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't speak their language. They don't speak yours. What were you going to do? Do like other Americans when they go to countries that don't speak their language and say it, repeat the same thing louder? He thought they were going to make a movie about him. Mm -hmm. He thought they were going to make a movie about how he civilized and Christianized these last savage peoples and how they're so grateful to this white man because, you know, now we have the Lord and we know how savage and sinful and shameful we are. Let us hate ourselves for how we've lived for the past, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, millennia, because now we have the way, the truth, 
and the light in your book, White Man. Thank you very much. Thank you, colonizer. I feel like this is like, you know, the edit of the Book of Mormon. It's like like the director's cut. But to me, the twist is that his parents issued a statement like the day it came out that mm-hmm. he died and were like, um, we not mad. We totally understand what happened. And like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we can get his body back, but we don't want anybody to be prosecuted. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, how are you going to prosecute somebody? Going about you. Because they knew he was wrong. I mean, they didn't say even, he was even, wrong. I mean, even they, they did. Like, like, like you know the people who killed him that is a sovereign nation. He you know, illegally invaded yeah, yeah, yeah. a sovereign nation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, who are they going to prosecute? And their border he patrol said, there. you shall not. Yeah, he kayaked there. Like, he he disregarded the Indian government's, you know what I'm saying? They have arrows and will shoot on sight sign. You know what I'm saying? He totally paid no attention immediately. to that. Like, <laughs> anyone who's ever tried to go to that island, like, they come the fuck out. Like, no. What's, no. Mm-mm. 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 You shall not. Hmm. Gotta respect it. Unlike our trash-ass government, who's throwing a pepper spray... Over the border wall at children and women. But, but apparently. Have they already gotten to the wall? Apparently this this pepper spray is so safe. (laughs) You can put it on your nachos and eat it. Excuse me? That's not how pepper spray works. Oh, okay. That's what a. um, First first of all, pepper spray is not the same thing as mace, which a lot of people tend to think. Uh, Pepper spray is something else. You don't want it. What was oh god? What People was, have died from pepper spray, yeah. but you know, whatever. You yeah, know. yeah. I'm trying to. I wish I had brought my computer in. I can't. At remember. women and children, mm-hmm. because he has created the crisis of shutting down the border. Let's be clear about that. A former border agent said migrants could put pepper spray on nachos and eat it. No, it's he did not. I I don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Your racism is showing, sir. Your racism is showing. So what you former need to do border, is you need former, to put it on in some nachos and give it to his kids and see if he serves it to his kids. Border agent Ronald Colburn joined everyone's favorite news show, Fox and Friends, um, and said that yeah. To clarify, the type of deterrent they used is OC pepper spray, literally water. Pepper with a small amount of alcohol for evaporation purposes is natural. You could actually put it on your nachos and eat it. It's a good way of deterring people without harm. So if it can go on nachos, it goes good on fried chicken and greens too, right? Okay. Next. Your racism is showing, sir. Yeah. The problem is when it atomizes, it's not the same thing. That's the whole purpose of pepper spray is to deter and to repel. So I'm just, you know, you wouldn't throw it at them so they could put it on their nachos. I'm just waiting for us to get sanctions. I'm waiting for the international community to, to actually, like, you know Are what I'm we saying? normally the moral authority when it comes to the sanctions that go out? I just spent the last two days of my life watching 20 hours of Ken Burns talk about Vietnam. Fuck no, we ain't nobody's moral authority. I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about, isn't that the way we position ourselves? We haven't been for quite some time. Nobody believes that bullshit, but. but, uh, I think we do. We do, they don't. (laughs) 
Meanwhile, Melania is putting up strange fruit Christmas trees in the house. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I don't even understand that. What happened? Like, I'm not really oh, into Christmas trees. I prefer them to be real because they smell good, although I understand the needle, so respect. You know what I'm saying? But I prefer them to be green. If they have to be something else, I find white or silver or maybe even a touch of gold to be not too offensive. You don't like but blood she got on the some leaves. red shit going on without a hint of anything other than some it looks like the handmade made it Christmas. Does. Or maybe it looks like a Russian Christmas tree. Whatever. I, I feel pick. like she's saying lots of things. One, Russia, you yes. are welcome. Women, prepare yourselves to be under his eye. Niggas, your blood's still gonna be on the leaves. It's still a strange fruit Christmas for you. It's a multiple untold drug. You know, I mean, the shit of, she had like, last year was like spooky. Um, so yeah, blood. I like root. her personal dress style, even if I understand that she is trolling us with every stitch that she puts Everything on. She does, but I cannot rock with these Christmas trees. Have you seen these all. trees? I don't know. They just. It's, it's just wrong, and I can't really say why. You just have to see it. It's just wrong. It's just too. It's too. It looks like handmade Christmas trees. I mean, that's really all I can say. It does. So, um, we could speak about it a bit, or we can just gloss over the Takashi Six Nine thing. Yeah. Wait a second. Um. Which? 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 What? What part? Do we want to speak on him being arrested, him murdering and selling drugs, him being robbed by his manager that he fired, him being moved out of, you know what I'm saying, general population into super protective custody? Um, What what, what, what do we want to talk about? Because um, Bobby Schmurter's still in jail, right? Him being about that life, but not about that life. Okay. There was also... He's a fucking child predator. And I just don't even feel like there's anything more to say about it. And I feel like the bigger talk is why the fuck is Nicki Minaj co-signing this child predator so fucking hard? Her it's brother? disgusting. Her, her brother got hemmed up on some uh, charges about doing something inappropriate to a minor. So maybe she feels... Clearly she feels no kind of way about shit like that. But she's like, oh, my God, he worked so hard on this album, and now it can't come out. He also shouldn't have had a 13-year-old doing sexually explicit acts in a video. I just... I give a shit not about whatever racketeering charges he pretends to have or that he's been involved in. And now he's like, oh, oh, no, no, no. I'm actually not about that life. I just talk about it. I don't really know anything about anything, so... Mr. I can use the word nigga if I want to, because who's going to stop me? What is he? He's Mexican. Mexican. Daniel Rodriguez. I thought it was Hernandez. Hernandez, I'm sorry. I was hoping in my heart of hearts that he was Dominican or Puerto Rican, because maybe Mm -mm. then I would, you know, you got a black grandma somewhere, maybe we could let that slide, but like... um, no, sir, your anti-blackness is showing. The irony is 
that those who would be cool enough to say it most likely don't. Well, you know, if he don't get real time, he a snitch. So next. Well, I mean, they're already thinking he's a snitch because he got moved to some holding prison jail or whatever where they usually send snitches. I mean, okay, so here's. I got so many thoughts on this. I mean, yes, maybe that could be true, except for the fact that, you know what I'm saying? Bobby Schmurter's still in jail. Like, I, I just, you know, so, like, they're trying to say, oh, he's famous, protective custody, like, but Bobby Schmurter was in jail for more than a year before any real charges were brought. He was just being held. He finally just, you know, took a deal and copped to, you know, whatever they were giving him. So um, um, he's been shuffled off now onto, you know, real prison. But, like, I just... Mm. Right. Okay. I feel like perhaps what could have saved Takashi Six Nine is Mano. I think Mano needed to just have an opportunity to smack me. He smacked so many people, and I feel like they got their lives together after he smacked him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mano, he smacked. The um, I've <laughs> seen his teeth, mm-hmm. and I've seen his neck, and so I'm gonna say that Cash was not a problem for him. And now, granted, we understand that, you know what I'm saying, he's basically an organized criminal, so, you know, whatever. But I also feel like he's going on tour, he's selling tickets, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's doing shows, he's touring heavy. So he's got a fair amount of cash coming in. The manager stole $2.2 million from him. I mean, how much of that is laundered money? How much of that is real money that's earned? I'm not really sure, but I feel like he's bringing home a lot of cash. And so I just don't have... No sympathy for anybody who's been famous for a very long time and basically has been caught out there on all kinds of gang activity, drug, racketeering. You know what I'm saying? You are a pedophile, which means that we could probably, if we dig deep enough, add actual human trafficking of, you know what I'm saying, people for sex acts to this. So I just feel like I don't have no actual sympathy for him at all. He is what he is. And you know, whatever he gets, he gets. Having said that, I don't think that jail is ever the answer for anybody because, you know, it creates more antisocial people. And that's not how we deal with what is ultimately antisocial behavior. But, you know what I'm saying? Because the system is what it is. And the reality is, I don't actually know what to do with him. I don't have any real sympathy for him because let's just say that the pedophile did not get his comeuppance for being a pedophile, but he surely will get some of that now. And if he don't, I'm sure he got enemies. You start snitching, and I just don't know how well that's going to go for you. Pedophile. I mean, you know, I just... Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you do with that? And, and, and nobody's paying attention to that. I just... Well, you, you spoke on it right before I was about to say something, so it's nothing I needed to say. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... It's, 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 it's unfortunate, but if the manager allegedly sold 2.1 or 2.2 million, that's what was reported. So it's probably more than that. You're talking about cash missing. It's cash. Speaking of which, did y'all hear about the, uh, the somebody was doing like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, I would. <laughs> I wish to shit. Are we talking about the same thing? Yeah, yeah. I wish to shit. 
No, 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 no. <laughs> so essentially, that person better be dead, and all their relatives better be dead. So uh, essentially, um, what, how I understand it was, uh, if you've ever seen this sto- uh, the storage wars or whatever, where people buy storage units that have been forfeited, uh, they pay for units or whatever at auction. Sight uh, unseen, so you don't unseen. know what you're getting. Not no one's there. It could be a whole bunch of just like you know. Use tampons. We don't. Who knows? You just be a whole bunch of fuck shit in there, or it could be something interesting in there. Don't know. So this person, for five hundred dollars, got a unit that happened to have a safe in it, and inside the safe was seven point five million dollars in cash. And then the former owner of the unit is like, "Oh, forgot that was in there. My bad, yo. Let me get that back though. Uh, I'll give you six hundred thousand for it." Um. I'm packing my shit up and I'm moving because somebody knows that I got $7.5 million in cash and they want it and I got to go. Eventually they, they settled on 1.2. I got to go. Mm-mm. You will be robbed. Possession is nine tenths of the law. I'm just saying. I'm just saying if you had $7 million in a safe, you could afford to pay your storage fees. <laughs> storage fees are what, like $30 a month maybe? You Maybe take some of the money out to say first <laughs> to pay, pay in advance to like, keep yo, the safe safe. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and pay this in advance. Like, see, I don't I'm gonna give you a year. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm paid I'm up. forgetful as fuck. Maybe maybe life happened or whatever. Like somebody like passed away, or whatever. Like stress. Oh, I forgot that money was in. This. I don't. I don't know why. I mean, typically you put a safe <laughs> in a safe place. Not. I mean. Would you forget you had $500,000 in a safe somewhere? I mean, obviously that person got money. dollars in Barring a coat pocket. Yeah, yeah. Head but... injury, would you really forget that you had $500,000 in a safe somewhere? No. So you're not forgetting that you have seven point five. I feel as though they probably have money have in a lot of places. $500,000 in a safe somewhere. I feel like somebody needs to start buying storage units. Because <laughs> there might be more. That right, might have been, that might know, have been a thing. I mean, it might be, but you also could spend five hundred dollars for you know a bunch of pissy blankets and some used tampons. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Will right off. So like mm-hmm. the the fuck, I found mm. you. I I paid. I did not find. I paid. This was a transaction. I purchased whatever was in the safe because you forfeited it when you didn't want to spend your thirty two dollars a month to pay your storage fees. So that you Some of the keep nice this. ones had like, you know, they like 50. They're like temperature control joints. I feel like they could have afforded it. I, I won't disagree with you at all. I don't know where this money came from. I don't know why it needed to be in a storage unit. I don't know. But I'm not in America anymore, so I don't even know how we having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like if you got 7.5 in a safe in a storage unit, you take a nice little band out of that joint and you go and you pay your rent by the motherfucking year. Yes. At the very least. It's not even something you want to think about every month. That's something that is on your calendar and once a year it pops up and says, nigga, go pay your storage fees before you lose that money. I feel like if you put money, that type of money in the storage, but it's probably not your only safe that you've done that with. Oh, even more reason why you don't need that. the $7 million. There's all types of shade behind that. Oh. All the more reason why if I found it, I'm relocating. How you get my name? Speaking of robbery, kind of a tangent, but you know, on the same line, who keeps robbing um, Beckham's? 
Yeah, trying to. In the back of As a matter of fact, trying no. to. They haven't gotten the in. real question is who y'all done pissed off? Because this feels personal. The so first I, time, maybe. The I, second time? I read, a, I read an article. Basically, it said it's like basically like a, a criminal family that basically runs a particular area of the country or whatever. So it's basically like, yo, if it happened, it was either them or they blessed it because that's their turf. Okay. It sounds like some Guy Ritchie shit, to be honest with you. So then the, the first thing I thought of was Snatch with like Brad Pitt when he was with the gypsies and everything. What kind of shady? <laughs> what kind of shady shit are you into? Who you owe money to mm-hmm. that you think you're gonna get away with not paying? That just it feels too personal. Mm. I don't know. I had not heard about it, so yeah, I, I just happened to read about it. It's like yeah, I know. But they, they've they've had uh, stuff on their jacket like oh, murder, embezzling, drug dealing. It's a family, so they know who it is. They're saying it's a family, but they're not going to say who the family is. But those who are in the know in that area, I'm pretty sure, know no. who that family is. So, yeah. Uh, you know, you just know not to Yeah, I mean, you know, they don't have... I'm not over there, the so I can't do, even... But I don't even know. They, I don't want to know. They're pretty murderous over there. <laughs> I mean, you know, they may not shoot you, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you but know, you is die. it better to have your throat <laughs> slit or to be, you know what I'm saying, shanked if you and your kidneys slit it is? You know, be shot. I don't know. I do know that they kill a lot of people over there, and I just hope he pays them that money. They're very murderous over there. I'm just saying. My favorite person um, made some waves again last week. My favorite hate person, John Gray. Who's that? It's a problematic pastor. Oh, okay. One of those. He's the same pastor that told um, Tiny that she needed to stay with T.I. because people give up on marriage. Oh, yes. I remember him. I think I talked about him once before. You did. He was on a TV show. What did he do now? What did he say? Good Lord. John Gray was on a um, morning, kind of like Good Day DC, uh, Sister Circle in Atlanta. And he was talking about how his, he compared his wife to a coat that was two sizes too big. Excuse me. He said, I needed to grow into her. My wife has gone through more pain raising me than she has birthing our children. And double down on this idea that women are supposed to raise grown-ass men. Not your motherfucking finishing school, dude. So I dislike John Gray's message altogether because he very frequently so, preaches a bunch of, like, so um, pick-me oh bullshit. I, I, I can't... So basically he'll grow out of that fuck shit, just stay with him? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm not... I wasn't... I didn't hear the conversation... So it sounds like she had a lot of grace and patience to deal with his bullshit is what you're saying. Which is nice to have grace and patience, but like I I don't like because you're good at you're good at you're good at quoting people directly, so I just Right. And the the I have a couple of problems with it. One, mm-hmm. if you want to have grace and patience as you grow with your partner, mm-hmm. that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But to say like I'm the only one growing. Well, I'm 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 all about some bullshit right now, and I need to take you through this struggle with me, and you need to come out on the other side of this with me. When very frequently, I'm not going to say anything is always or never. Very frequently, that same 
quote unquote courtesy is not extended to women. <laughs> and so the idea that we should, we as women should be like, I don't know, like privileged. Mother to, 2.0. Yeah. To like raise up a man. No, no, no. Like I'm your graduate school mama. I, <laughs> he He literally said she raised me. The we most gotta fucked be, we up gotta thing is that he's proud of that shit. Oh, he was very proud of it. She probably was. She too. was too. Yeah, yeah. I, I can I can picture that she was very very proud, and people probably looked at her and applauded. And like, but even the hosts on on Sister Circle were like, "Yes, yes." And I was just like, "What the fuck? What in the broken bitches is this that I am looking at right now?" <laughs> Because what I shall not be doing is raising grown-ass men. And it's the same dude, you know what I'm saying, who will be shaming women from the pulpit for dealing with fuck-ass niggas, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, next Sunday. Like, your life ain't what it should be because you keep dealing with fuck-ass niggas, you know what I'm saying, you need to do better. That was his first, first, that was along the lines of his first sermon, like, stop uh, stop being a wife when you a girlfriend. Stop doing wife shit when you're a girlfriend. Basically, like stop. Damn, stop you damned if you do. If you damned if you don't. Stop huh? birthing these men that ain't your husband. Because I've definitely heard don't you, you. What you're doing is you're too happy being a girlfriend when you should be a wife. And it's okay. But so he's saying like if you're if you're you a go. girlfriend, you shouldn't be doing these wifely things. You should do those things when you're a wife. But I don't know. He's just all kinds of he's just all kinds of problems. Just be people, and he man. thought it was just wonderful and great and that he's just like dropping some gems on these bitches, calling his wife a goddamn coat. And two sides. I had two, two vagina jokes when you said he had to grow into her. I'm sorry. Yes, he not said one size, but two. two sizes. That's why I had two jokes. One for each vagina. <laughs> Yeah. Each vagina. Whoa, wait a second. I thought now, you said you, you had two it. vaginas. Uh, no, I said I had two vagina jokes. Oh, I thought you said I had a two vagina joke. Yeah, yeah. He said he had, he had to grow into her. I was like, okay, this, this is a joke waiting to happen, but I'm going to be serious. That is such fuck-ass shit. He's a fuck-ass nigga. But, you know, every, you know, people seem to love John Gray, and everybody wants to hear his... Well, do them. Well, didn't Bullshit one of the pastors that was kind of part of the pastor intelligentsia of like prosperity preaching and bullshit die recently? So isn't there perhaps a space for him? I'm not sure who died. Remember, um, there he, was the guy. Wasn't it the guy that had the allegations of messing with little boys? Didn't he like come up with oh, like, um, You know oh, what I'm talking about, right? I'm not imagining Eddie, this, right? It was Eddie Long? I want to. I want to get people's oh, names wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, didn't he die like a year or so. Ago? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I didn't so start hearing about this ago. dude until. So John Gray used to be affiliated eight. with Joel Osteen's church. Mm. Oh God! So you see how the problems started, and then he broke off. But he was also the pastor that like did the prayer or some bullshit at um, the, the Orange House. house. <laughs> Not surprised. Mm-hmm. So did, did he give him? The, did he give him the prayer, prayer cloak that like Trump was like get the shit off me as soon as he got out of it? And he was like, oh, you know, my my wife said I shouldn't go, and I just, you know, I I I I, I don't know. Oh, my friends are dead. Please watch Trevor Noah. Uh, okay. So yeah, I oh, I, um, 
on that. What was that? Son of Patricia? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean... I mean, I, I think I've gone on record several times as saying I hate John Gray. I don't know him as a person, but all of the things that I've heard come out of his mouth seem to be full of trash. And so I'm not a big fan of his message. I loathe his message and this pushing us back into the Stone Age bullshit that he's trying to do. Cameron, if you are listening, and you better be because you should support your wife all the time. If you ever fucking call me a goddamn coat. I mean, it is a Bronze Age text, isn't it? What is a comfortable fur-lined coat? I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's not so, okay. I All will right. turn you into a White House Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> that wood gonna be bloody. All Didn't right, so drop a song. Didn't he just drop a song or an album? Hmm? Camera. No. About camera. Oh, sorry. Never mind. <laughs> not that That's camera. Hilarious. That's so hilarious. <laughs> that is so hilarious. On the next note. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so another black man has been killed. Oh, I thought uh, you were going to say another black woman has been killed by her husband. No. Oh, I mean, well, we can talk about that too. You want to talk about that first? No, I have no. Uh, I have the judge. Yep. Mm. I I did see that very like the ones in their restraining order already in effect or something like that. He had previously served some out of jail. Yeah, like nine months for like banging her head in the car and cracking her orbital fry, um bone and. That's Basically, like fucking her up in front of the kids, and mm. that yeah, no, he stabbed her, and she's dead. He bit her, like <laughs> he bit her. He punched her. He slammed her head against the. I mean, just all kinds of reckless, just just savagery in the car with the kids. Mm-hmm. And he a judge. He this nigga got out of jail and basically went straight to her house and killed her. And has he been arrested for her murder yet, though? Yes. Because yes. I know he was arrested for... Um, they went and arrested harmed, him that day. He harmed... There was some something about like one of the police officers that responded to the scene. I don't know if it was like an accident, like a car accident he, like, or something. He drove his car yes. into somebody else's car. And I didn't read... Like, they didn't... The article I read didn't really get any further. And I was already so depressed by just reading that that I didn't bother to dig deeper. But like... I feel like he gonna try and say it wasn't him, and but look what happened to me. But like I just, his sister mm-mm. told the police, "You're not gonna Susan Smith us. We know my, this story." Sir. My brother murdered his his ex wife or wife. The UN mm-hmm. released a report that basically told us what we already know: that water is wet, and women are most likely to be killed by someone that they know. What was the UN report? Um, talking about, I don't remember exactly what the the title of it was, but it was just talking about like um, violence against women, and was saying that most women um, are likely to be killed by someone that Man. they know an intimate yeah. partner. Men are a leading cause of death. They are. I know, like. Some men find that offensive because it's hard to hear, but you know, like y'all are our leading cause of death. So there was that. There was the woman who had, I think she had a restraining order against her ex, and she was like sitting outside and outside of her job in the car, and he shot her in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what I was thinking about. There was another. 
it was like three in the span of like a week or two. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Excuse me. And I'm sure if they did interviews with them, you know, which they probably won't because we're so stuck on mass shooters, like they all inspire each other. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, yeah, the mass shooters have had a history of some sort of domestic violence or intimate mm-hmm. partner violence. But yeah, you were about to talk about. Were you going to talk about the guy in Alabama that got shot by the police? I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. By accident, maybe. Well, he shouldn't have had his gun in sight. Although it's legal to carry a gun and he was going to assist. He's a black man, Lee. I'm Come aware. on now. Those rules do not apply to us. We oh, I didn't know if you were going to talk about him or if you were going to talk about the, the guy that was a security guard that also was going to assist and accidentally got shot. Oh, that was in Chicago. Well, that's what they do in Chicago. Yeah, yeah Chicago. He already had subdued the oh, shooter. Oh, the guy at the fight. Yeah, he right. subdued the shooter and he like had a... a identification on him basically his his vest and his hat said security and the crowd and the said yo he's security screaming, and the police officer was like know? fuck all that shit he's big he's black and he has a gun so he must Clearly be the third yeah yeah but it's almost like good guys with guns can't be black and of course the NRA has not said anything of course well, they, they weren't white yeah no so there's that Still waiting on NRA to uh, say some of my Philando Castillo. Wait, no, they won't. No, they won't. The NRA is for white people. Founded the same year as the Ku Klux Klan. Hmm, look at that. Just throwing it out there. Parallels. Yeah, so I wasn't going to talk about that. But we can also talk about Cindy Hyde-Smith, who's about to be in a runoff election tomorrow. Because as Epsi or SB at Epsi. Cindy public hanging Hyde-Smith. Yeah, yeah. Cindy nooses outside the the Capitol building. Who went to a segregationist school, who sent her daughter to a segregationist school. Who was dressed in Confederate regalia and waving a Confederate flag and caught on video. Look, Confederate flags are not racist. Heritage, not hate. Thank you. The heritage is hate. Lee, I don't know what you're talking about. The Mm. war was about states' rights, Okay. They were fighting for a way of life. Well, you know, in the first, it just happened first, to include owning black people. Jefferson, Jefferson Davis was very clear. I mean, it was central to it, but succession. you know, we don't we don't want to dwell on that. <laughs> and that it was very much about slavery in, in the secession. We want to talk about big white plantation houses and grand balls and you know, like fun stuff. On with the wind stuff. Mint juleps. You know, how we fought valiantly during the war of aggression. Parasol umbrellas. Corsets. Scarlet O'Hara. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody going to talk about how he smoothed? That was like a rape scene. I'm sorry? Gone with the wind. I watched God. Like, there's some, like, when people talk about something enough, I told you this, like, that's why I've watched Real Housewives of Atlanta on more than one occasion. People talk about it. So, like, what is everybody talking about? So, because Gone with the Wind was such an iconic movie, I finally watched it one day. Mm. I, I didn't watch every, because it's a long movie. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is. So, I didn't watch the entire thing. I've watched all of Birth of a Nation, unfortunately, more than one occasion. But anyway, watched Gone with the Wind. And it's basically like, he's like, I don't, care what you want 
you're going upstairs with me now. He just basically carried her upstairs. But she was like, she's like, she didn't want to sleep with him. She didn't want to be bothered with him anymore. He's like, yeah, I don't, none, none of that matters right now. You're going upstairs and you're going to perform for me. I was like, this is, this is a, is this just a. It was romantic rape, okay? It, it just kind of threw me it's, off. It's, it was just like when I saw that, though. I was like, wow, that's. How, when you huh. look back on stuff, like I, um, because you mentioned the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Ronnie DeVoe and his wife are up there. And she introduced him as the legendary Ronnie DeVoe, which I found hilarious because he's not. Um, (laughs) But also, like, it made me think about um, BBD. Mm -hmm. You remember they had that song? Backstage, underage, adolescent. How you doing? Fine. She She replied, replied, I I sighed. I like to do the wild thing. And so when you look back on it, I remember as a child, like singing those lyrics like, the J, the I, the M, the M, the Y, yo, I need a body back. And then as I'm looking at it, it's like, no, wait, that's pedophilia. That's, you You guys were, you were definitely adults at that time. His response right? to that when people ask him about it is like, yo, Buster Rhymes wrote that. That wasn't me. Buster Rhymes wrote that. But like, but you. But sang. even the little. But you sang it, dude. So. <laughs> it, but even the little gem she dropped about, you know, their, you know, little dabble in non-monogamy was telling about him because what she said was she wasn't allowed to, you know, sleep with other men, but she was allowed to sleep with other men, women. Like I just, you know, allowed to do what? Huh? See, I missed Sunday because I was watching Creed too, but I am gonna go home and watch it. But I saw I how she watch. was like standing up, like yes, I've been in an open relationship. That's how right. She mm-hmm. Okay. But with her arms up and everything, yeah. Okay. But she was she she came to him with it, but she was only allowed to sleep with women. Like, how was it your idea? But he putting limits on the shit. Hey man, that's what you agreed to. She needs to negotiate better. I mean, clearly it probably wasn't on the table and she wasn't going to broach the subject, but I just feel like the bigger issue is allowed. Not that's what we agreed to, but allowed. What grown-ass woman is saying anything about allowed other than, you know what I'm saying, he allowed me to take some money out of his account because it's not our joint account. That's the only thing, you know what I'm saying, when we talk about personal possessions that are clearly in somebody else's name, that's the only thing that we should be saying allowed to as grown adults in any relationship. We can come to an agreement, you know what I'm saying? We can say I have a strong preference. You can even make an ultimatum out of something, but can nobody make you do anything? I mean, yes, they can, but they that that, that shouldn't even be a dynamic in your relationship. Uh, be I mean, I get what you're saying, but I mean, you're 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 very clear about what you want in a relationship, or whatever. But you will not allow anybody to do any butt stuff. That's not your thing. No, it's not. So I mean, it's totally on the table to keep doing it with whoever you're doing it with. Okay, so I mean, I'm just you know, I guess like with his wife, he just didn't want. To, I mean, to me, yeah, no, that's gonna get. Yeah, okay, all right. That's like, where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. It's just like it's just like I just I I think people have what they're comfortable with, but it makes it so that he can have what he wants, but mm-hmm. she with only what he is comfortable with and it's one thing to say that this is we agreed to but it's another thing to say that oh he only allows me to because that means that like there is a power dynamic there and it's unequal does he have to be there so i'm 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 and and, and then and then it went further with she only slept with two women but he probably slept with like 10 but you know what i'm saying clearly he not to come and clean about that either and it's like you know what i'm saying you don't even have to lie why you lying like that's all types of gross and shady. 
Why do men act like women are less threatening than other men? Uh, because we like to dil- disillusion ourselves and think that we're the only one. I, I, men like to. I, I don't know. I guess. I guess we've been socialized to believe that. You know, she wants to be. There's less. Yeah, it's just less. I mean, again, I guess it's attributing less personhood in, in that sense. Like when, like women can't be as carnal. I don't think that. Hmm. I've had enough conversations. Or even more to the point, why do you think it's okay to police anybody's sexuality like that? I'm not policing anybody's sexuality. I'm I mean, saying what the he carnality was of it all, like, you know what I'm saying? What he said was, you can set up my ideal porn scene, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you can't have your own maybe fantasy. Mm. It's gross. You know, people do what they want to do. She agreed to it. Then they ended it. So they're back to monogamy now, I guess, whatever, or pretending monogamy, because I just don't believe that. He's interested completely <laughs> no, in women? I don't believe that he's monogamous. Oh. You know, I'm not there. I don't know them, but. I got the feeling that his sexuality was a little fluid. Well, maybe that's why he didn't want her to sleep with other dudes. Maybe it was just, you know, open, open, you know. A floodgate that he's not interested in, you know, drowning in right now. I don't know. I don't and know to, him. To I don't be know clear, them. I am not shaming anyone's sexuality. I just got the impression that he was a little fluid. I would like to state for the record so that we can reference this conversation for, for if necessary. I don't think either one of us are ever shaming anyone's sexuality. Mm-hmm. What we are shaming is your closetedness because it is unhealthy on so many levels. First of all, it's a public health risk. You know what I'm saying? Because people who are closeted about their sexuality usually actually engage in more risky sex acts than people who are out and open about it. So for me personally, it's just a public health risk. You know what I'm saying? But then on like emotional, mental, psychological level, it's the cognitive dissonance of it all. So I don't give a fuck who you want to get your orgasms with unless it's children or animals because there's no consent there. But you know what I'm saying? I don't care who or what or how you get your orgasms. You know what I'm saying? But I think we need to be honest about it, especially with the people you like share a house with. What if it's dead animals? (laughs) I mean... I was really looking for a reaction from Christy, but Christy gave me the funniest reaction. Like, like, like huh? That's gross. <laughs> I was just like, how did we get there? Uh, we're going to go now. I don't even... I know I usually try to have something clever. <laughs> I I ain't got shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go home to my very live husband and um I'm this is T Rich. Yeah, I, I, unfortunately for y'all, there's a whole bunch that is likely not gonna make this edit. <laughs> Just know. That's some shit you got beat. No, that's no, I don't think I should leave that in. <laughs> I feel like that's, 
I don't. I feel, like I feel like they need to understand the shift. That was a thought nugget. That was, it was def- a that thought was, nugget. That, that, that was scared definitely me. a thought. It was more than a nugget. Yeah, yeah. That shit was like the. the that was, I mean, if we using the phrase of nuggets, that was the whole chicken right there. That was a, a thought chicken. That's what the fuck that was. Like you definitely have at some point for some reason <laughs> give us some thought. Give us some thought shit. to it. Some very in what context? Thought. You would be okay with it happening. Like, like if I passed away. Well, you know. No, no. We are not going not, down we're not, we're not this rabbit hole again. No, no, we are talking and over you. Is. Because the last time we did not talk, you kept talking. So signing off. <laughs> I'm sorry to scream. Signing off, T-Rich, to my left. <laughs> Lee Bennett the third, a.k.a. Da Vinci Parks. From a dark place. <laughs> Katie Savage. Have a wonderful week, Chris. <laughs> Take care of yourselves and each other. Stay blessed. Stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we out. Keep your orgasms with the living. <laughs>